Hello, you are listening to After the Whistle, the sports podcast show where no topic is off limits. My name is Cyril, and I'm joined in the studio by Donald and Moose. What's up, guys? Moose over there, Norden. We are joined in the visitors' dugouts by Bright. For this episode, we'll be talking about Hurricane. We've got the Hurricane fever. We're going to find out if he's world class or not. And if you've paid attention to the news, it's hard to ignore the NFL protest. So we're also going to be discussing athletes and political protests. What do the panel think about that? So let's just dive right in. Bright, you're the guest. Going to put you on the spot. First of all, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. What does your allegiance like? Do you follow sports? What's your favorite team? Um, yes, I follow football specifically, and I support different teams at different times. But <laughs> most of all, I think I enjoy watching Chelsea games. Okay, okay. Any other teams you enjoy watching? or um, In a typical classical, I'd watch and support Real Madrid. Okay. Um, if it was Real Madrid versus Atletico, I'd support Atletico. <laughs> <laughs> so at different times, I would support different teams. Okay, is it mostly you are going for the underdog? Yeah, that's what yeah, I, 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 I like to see. Like I like to see the underdog okay. beat the yeah. the main the, the favorite and see how these people like either reassert themselves as champions or. I just have to see how people deal with like all these adversities. And, uh, okay, I get it. Make the game more enjoyable for you watching. Mm-hmm. Be a surprise outline. Let's do. Let's do. For our listeners who don't know you and your work, which is probably going to be hard to ignore, uh, how would you start yourself? I mean, I was going to say describe you as an artist. Is that too narrowing or is that oh, accurate it's, enough? It's accurate enough. I don't really like doing titles. So you like so creative or that's still a title? I just call myself an artist. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that I do. So. I think artist is, is a good enough title. Okay, okay. So, us jumping right in. Harry Kane. Over the weekend, uh, Spurs played Champions League. Harry Kane scored the perfect hat-trick, left foot, right foot, head header. And now the question is being asked. I mean, after four seasons of regular scoring and all of that, is he world-class? What, what do you think, guys? Well, it's hard to ignore him these days, seriously. I mean, like, when the season started... August came in, everyone was like, yo, yeah, the typical hurricane. Slow uh, start. Slow start. And yes, it did happen. Made you wonder. But I, I feel like nobody really was in any doubt that he would go on to, you know, start in this way. Like, start scoring goals and continue like that till the end of the season. Because like you said, for four seasons, this guy has been doing it. And, you know, today I was watching uh, Sky Sports and then they were doing some analysis of you know, his performance and He's actually scored more goals than I think seven in English clubs like over the past year, like which was incredible. He has he had actually scored more goals than Southampton, you know, had. And for me, that's just you know those are just crazy stats. And yeah, for me, he's he's, he's definitely arguably the best striker in England right now, definitely, and one of the best in Europe for sure. Almost anything to add to that. Well, that's a head shaking no. <laughs> uh, Bright, any Yeah, I, I personally, I prefer, sometimes I prefer playing my FIFA with Tottenham just because of Hurricane. Okay, so at least he's, he's the yeah. kind of player who you are very confident, maybe with the chances. Uh, every, every four out of five shots yes, will be on target or will be in the pool. So um, he's, he's definitely on the way. I don't think he's like, you World can rank him yes. yet with the best to ever do it. But mm. Is like no mm. doubt on his way to becoming one of the best ever. 
Okay, so Bright has started us on that conversation. Mm. You don't think you would put him with the best? Yet. Yet. Yes. Okay, but so who are, who are the okay. best? Like, who, who are the best? But, I mean, our reason for choosing this topic is because it's been going around for a bit. I mean, you know the English media will always try to put their guy out there. So mm-hmm. the guy started scoring. And then all of a sudden, you know, they want to elevate him to a certain status. And is he world class? And the thing is, I mean, world class itself, it's subjective. It's not really something that is set in stone. It's not, it's not, I mean, everybody... It's subjective, but then there are certain criteria that most people like. Like common characteristics. Exactly. It is subjective, but if you put your argument forward well enough, you can bring someone over to your side because you're dealing with a criteria that's like... Stone clad, you know, it's it, this is strong. This is a strong argument. This is valid. I really can't fault you for it because that's how you have discussions. I think this is something mainly for fans. This is something fans concern themselves with. This is like the ongoing discussions that fans like to have. And I guess strikers are the easiest to evaluate as far as you it's know, about the goals, right? Yeah, I mean, you're either scoring the goals, or creating not. the goals, or the team scores more goals when you play. You're leading the line. You're the attack. It's the team scoring goals when you play. Yes, no, you're not a good striker. And for me, Hurricane is definitely world class. It's, oh, okay. It goes, it goes without saying. No, for me, Hurricane you planted your flag. I planted my flag <laughs> on Hurricane Mountain. And my flag is staying there. And I mean, I, want to, I, I just want to listen to why Bright thinks he isn't. Before you do that, I'm curious, don't know, what, are you with Moose or...? Uh, actually, I'm leaning towards Bright because... Fam, there's no wall, sit on the wall. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not sitting on the wall. Like, as in, I, I also feel like he is just a little bit, because I feel like people like Ronaldo and Messi have probably redefined World Cups, you understand? So, I feel like to put him alongside them, I still feel like there's still a little way. So he's not world class. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's not quite there. But putting him alongside them. And the thing is, and the thing is, if you want to make someone being world class about past achievements, Mm -hmm. then that sort of takes away from. Okay, no, well, I'm, I'm not saying it's no. no let's say, let's get your definition because you do have to factor in past achievements. No, you you have to. You have to. But when you try to put him away from Ronaldo and Messi, you are trying to say this, he has to be doing it for maybe six, seven seasons, because this guy has been doing it for four. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's been doing it for four. Yeah, he's been doing it. He's been putting up great numbers for four seasons. So if, if, if you're saying he's not good enough to be with them, the only reason why they are so special is they've been doing it for seven, eight seasons. I see what you mean. You, so, you, you get what I mean? So, so there's a question. When you, when you cut it off there, Lots of people will make it. So, for the past four seasons, have all of Kane's seasons been world-class seasons by a striker? Well, I would say three world-class seasons. So, his last three? His, his last most three recent seasons. three? I would, last three two. I would say two. You say two? Yeah. No, his first season, he scored 20 goals. Yeah, which was... Which was Is it which all was about the goals But then, then, would you say... Would you so say... Now so, would you now say... Some, yes. Would you now say um, someone like Mbappe is world-class? Mbappe is world-class. I wouldn't say he's world exactly. Class. So no, like, as in because so why is Mbappe not world class, right? Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you 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 state your criteria mm-hmm. because your past achievements matter, but you don't have to go too so far that yeah. nobody else is going to qualify, and you only have the two players who are mm-hmm. playing at the level that we haven't seen now. Because I mean, come on, back then we had different guys winning World Player of the Year. 
he kept swapping like someone would have played yeah. two goals the next Dash, year Dash, Dash, these are guys okay. who give you 35 40 45 every single so you're, season you're, without fail so are you saying that if you, if you take if you take away Messi and Ronaldo then like it makes so much sense. like it makes more sense you can you can take them away they are there with them but they are to hide they are just they are super they are beyond world class I said <laughs> are they world class and you said you because, don't put them with because, them. because right now them. is he world class okay. is he a world class striker why don't you give us your criteria, boys? I mean, my criteria. I don't think. I don't think there's no, no, there's no. A fair, I don't think there's a fair criteria. But I feel. I okay, fine. Let's give I us your reasons why you feel he is. The reasons why, yeah. For, I mean, he's been scoring freely since he came into the first team. That's it's easy to see. He's been scoring freely since he came into the first team. This guy has already got eighty plus Premier League goals. Which is which is crazy. Which crazy. Back to back Golden Boot winner. Yeah. Two times. I mean, he just scored a brace. For me, it's more. Of like he's, he's he's already on. He's already on eight goals, seven, yeah. seven or eight goals yeah. in the no, league. Yeah. He scored yeah. a hat trick. The Champions League. In the Champions, Champions League, league yes, yes. He scored again. So he's scoring, yeah. He's scoring. <laughs> he's scoring. Yeah. He's playing for a team that plays its attack through him, and he's being effective. Like I listen to people's arguments, and a lot of them made sense, but if. But some of them are, some of them try to rob players of, I mean, certain status because of stylistic reasons. And I understand that, but you can't really fault someone for being effective. You get me? If a striker is one-dimensional, but he's effective, he's always scoring goals. He's a good striker. You have to give him that. You can't just say, oh, he's scoring all his goals with his head. So the other guy who scored less. But does that make him world class? Does that make him world class? If well, he's one dimensional. If he's yes, one, he's if he's one dimensional and he's effective, class. that means that dimension is actually really good. Because you can't tell me the other team isn't trying to yeah, stop him fine. if he isn't one dimensional. There's no argument that I, yeah. I, I personally would like to see the big goal numbers yield some trophies or some laurels. Yes. Yeah. And then I, I would put him. In that, in that position like you can score 100 goals and be fifth on the table or score 100 goals and end up second but i like you to see, i like to see you score 100 goals and win the trophy because of your goals and then i'll be convinced without a doubt okay, so this is another argument individual versus collective yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's of no use to score 100 goals and not win anything and it's, it's of for a me, lot of it's of a me. lot of use you can only be you <laughs> can only do your, your job, job yeah. you can only do your job you can you cannot say you cannot say that he scores so many goals and the team doesn't win anything. It's a it's it's a team game. You understand? If you support a better team, you would agree that if you swap your striker for Harry Kane, you would win. You would win the same titles or more titles. He's playing. He is playing as well as he can play. It's a team game. So to to kind of mark him down because of you know the limitations of his teammates or his team as a whole sounds unfair I've, I've, don't you think no i mean I've, I've, I've seen i've seen strikers do their job as strikers yes. and do a little bit more and and then it has brought laurels so anytime i speak about a striker i will i will compare him to 
some of these support but, their, but, their actions. But you have to, you have to be fair that there are strikers who have won titles recently that Hurricane can attest to being better than. Yes. Yes. So, so Why you take so, a shot at Vardy, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, no, that is also really good. Vardy. He, had, he had one World Class season. If you're Costa. going to, if you're going to <laughs> put him in that box, he had one World Class special and I'll, season. And yeah, and I'll say something. So if, so, if, so if if you're going to make it per season, I think he qualifies because what he did was also amazing. But it was also a team game because it wasn't just Vardy. Mm. It was, you know, it was um, Captain Morgan at the back. It was uh, <laughs> Kante in the center. Oh yeah, go on. No, I mean, but you can't. <laughs> I guess you mentioned consistency. It's unfair to exactly. extend the time frame, but then you just can't have a one world class season and say that makes a one that makes a world class player. Yes, it has to be multiple seasons. Yes, and that's why Vardy is in mm-hmm. world class. Exactly, and that's, that's why, why Kane is in contention. Kane is Kane is in contention. That's what I'm saying. It's subjective. You make yourself do like it. He's... Do it at the club level. Do it at the international, international level. International level, yes. This is that's where I get into. Yes, this is where the conversation experience. As a world, for a world class player, is Messi doing it at international level? No, <laughs> no. But Messi is world class. True. Mm. You, you, you get me. It's, it's unfair. Here's my counter. To no, but you know something. No, no, but it's no, not says, here's my counter to that. For world class, I do believe that. Here's my. I feel like you have to excel in multiple competitions. Fine, Messi sucks international, national, international. Sucks is such a strong word. He not doesn't suck. Because he no, he's not, not as good. He's not as, he's not as effective. As, yeah. As however, as in the group, however, in La Liga, the league, he's been good. The other competition, mm. Copa, wherever, he's been good. Yeah. When it comes to the Champions League, arguably the best football competition but on the make, planet, he's also point. been great. Is it, so far, is it so a far. individual thing or is it a collective thing? You know that's the thing. It's collective and also individual. Yes, but it's mostly individual. It's mostly individual. You can only play as well as you can play. Yes, but until Kane does replicate this fine form he's had the last four or three seasons he's been in really other good for England. He's been really mm. Yeah, he's been England's best player. Easily England's best player. And he's young. And he's new to the team. There's more time. There's I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's what Price said earlier. He's getting there. He's getting there. But I don't think he's yeah, there yeah, now. Okay, let me also let me also give another scenario. You have to understand that also a player's effectiveness has a lot to do as well with the system he's playing in. This is where it has a lot to do with. You see, that's why I say it's very it's very subjective. It has a lot to do with the tactical framework. Because my thing is, if um, Man United could choose to make someone like Martial the focal point of their attack. He probably score a lot of goals. Right? Yeah, I feel like it will make him look like the best player on Man United. But mm-hmm. maybe the coach feels like that's not the best way for them to achieve their targets. So he should probably be a second or third option. It's 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 the coach's decision to make. But the fact that you have been selected to lead the attack, I think it's fair to assume that we can all just say you are the best attacker on the team because the, the coach team. isn't going to pick the someone who's, who's, who's going to give him a lesser chance of achieving his mm-hmm. goal ahead of you. You understand? So for you to be the starting forward for a team means you're actually the best forward in the team. So you have to make these assumptions It's not only because of the number of goals you put in, it's because you are the overall, best for the team. Overall performance, your attitude your contribution to defense and all those things. Results. Yes. 
You want the three points at the end. Who's the best person to give you your three points? You are the guy who's going to get them all the three points. Yes. So that being said, you have to... You have to also make room for Harry Kane because, come on, is he world-class right now? Is he playing at a world-class level right now? I guess, I think there's no argument. He's playing at a world-class that's level what, right now. I mean, I think that's what I'm leaving Price is saying. He's, we can yeah. project him being world-class. For me, I feel like uh, with Harry Kane, like for me, the criteria, I feel like he scores goals, like a variety of goals, right? The left foot, the, the different opportunities that he gets, that he finishes. For me, like... Some of them show you that this guy, you know, definitely at the world class level, you know, like pedigree in terms of finishing. But for me, I feel like the reason why I'm holding off on actually calling world class is like I feel like you should get to the point where he starts like breaking records. You understand? Like you said before that. But like, you yeah, got no like, I'm yeah. just saying that like once he starts getting there, once he starts like this, this guy starts breaking records and you know like. Like Bright was saying, so it's a, it's a little bit linked to the, the trophy thing. Like when your goals actually start you know, winning going down, like, going into, into the history book, yes. history books, it's things like that. But, but you can argue they are because no, you they just are, they, I'm saying, and I'm, say, I'm saying they will get there eventually. Like for example, people are talking about him like, <laughs> equaling um, Alan Shearer's record. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, he's on his way. It's not as if like what he's done so far is like useless or anything. But he is. It's building up to it. But that's he the is whole, also scored, the he is also the fastest player to. A certain number of goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Right? Which shows that from a very young age, he has blitzed the Premier which League. Is, which is the reason why people are very confident that he will break Alan Shearer's record. He will break record. Alan yeah. Shearer's record. Exactly. Which is a record that has stood for a since long the Premier time. League, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a record that has stood for more than... And when... And the day he does that, I'm not saying that will be the day he becomes world class. <laughs> but I'm saying that if he does something like that, that's like he be in like immortality. You understand? Yeah, me? I get it. But, but you know, the personal accolades are there. Two-time I mean, Golden Boot winner. But you see that I, I guess in a very tough league, the difficult, not the difficulty. Andrew, Andrew Johnson has been Golden Boot winner. Yes, don't yes. So like, let's say if you're waiting for and, yeah, and if, <laughs> if you're waiting for Kane to break personal records yeah. for a striker, that might mean that it has to be an over a period of time. It might be he might never break Shearer's record, but he could attain world class status before that, right? Yeah. So I'll definitely count the trophies and whatever. But the, but the same this thing. This is this is yeah. another chance to prove it. Yes, he's playing the in a competition a with. Yeah. Now he's the, the best thing yeah. the same ever. Thing. It depends on your team. If yes. Hurricane can score 100 goals, if Spurs as a collective are not there, he's if not the going squad to win trophies. Yeah, enough. if the squad is in deep, their injury problems. He's not that's not his fault. Quick question. So a world class player, right? The assumption is let's take the best two: Ronaldo and Messi. The assumption is when you take these guys and you put them in any team. Even though we joke that can Messi do it no, on but a cold day. About Ronaldo and Messi. What? They have world class. They have no. They have supporting class. cast. cast. No, no, that's true. No, that's true. Supporting cast. They no. have a better supporting cast than Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. True. However, there are the assumptions. Now, this could be wrong. Is that if no? You put your, this is a subjective discussion. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. If you put Ronaldo or Messi in any team. They would elevate the performance of said team. They will elevate the performance of said team. Yes, but my problem with using Ronaldo and Messi is if you use Ronaldo and Messi 
Ask the yardstick for work. No problem. Nobody else is yeah, no problem. Class. Let's drop it, Suarez. Because no, no problem. Let's drop it, Suarez. Yeah, it's Suarez a world class forward. From if you, yes, if, if you, you take away, if you, you take won, away, you nothing at Liverpool. For me, if you take away, you won nothing at Liverpool. Did he win much at Liverpool? Have, no. Kane hasn't won anything at Liverpool. Yes, what I'm saying is Suarez was thought to be world class at Liverpool. Yes, in terms of his performance, and he backed that up by going to Barcelona and actually fitting in among world class. No, what I'm saying is he was world class when he was he was thought to be world class when he was at Liverpool, at even his, though no. they didn't win no, much. That was he was there. That was his no, final season. That was yes. his final and season. I will, give him, I will give him the fact that his national team won the Copa. Luis, that was yes. his, that was okay, his so final season. That Suarez was recognized as world. It's class. a performance thing, and also Uruguay went to the semi final. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, his 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 his, his yeah. national team. Yeah. So, like, are we saying that if you take away Messi and Ronaldo, right? The players. Are we are, saying Ronaldo the, the and players underneath world class? No, no. I'm saying the players underneath that are like people like Lewandowski, Suarez, and them. Right? He's there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are so you he's saying there, Kane isn't there, with, there them. with them? Okay. Are you saying Kane isn't there with them? Okay. So that's where the argument comes. Yeah. I mean, world class strikers. Yeah, if you name the world class strikers, you are talking Lewandowski, um, Suarez, uh, who else? has to be in there, right? Aubameyang. Yeah. I think about people who are currently Cavani. playing. You see, yes, Cavani, people are currently Cavani, playing. Cavani is also someone who is only there because of effectiveness. Because stylistically, a lot of people have a lot to say about his game. I would say Kane is better. Yeah, it's, oh, it's fair to yeah. say Kane is better. A lot of people have a lot to say about Cavani's game. I have a lot to say about um, Aubameyang's game. I don't like his game. His game is just, you know, it's, it, it, he, has, he uses his pace really well and he's a really good finisher. But he's so effective, you can't take that away from him. I don't like his game. That's what I'm saying. Stylistically, it comes in because everybody wants the, str- the forward who can, who's a shot creator, the forward who dribbles, the forward with skill. But if you do that, then you're now making it more stylistic than anything. Is he effective? You understand? Is he using the tools he has to be effective? Is he mm. using them but to get me, you goals? Because, no, like, no, I mean, for me, I cannot, the I cannot. players who win the awards are the players who are stylistically pleasing compared to the guys who are just effective. And isn't there a reason for that? What is the reason? Give me if, a player, reason. if a player is not one-dimensional, doesn't he deserve to be given the world-class title over a player who is one-dimensional? Like, you know that this player, you know, like, if, if, if you don't play to his strengths... Game yes, and what I'm you saying is, if you make that argument, then the player is still effective. The way you're trying to say is, he's playing teams that are trying to take away what he's good at, and he's still scoring. So that's my Aubameyang argument. You know what he's going to do, but he's still going to do it. Like Robin. It's Iron Robin. Robin you know what Robin. he's going to do, <laughs> but he's still going to do it. What means it looks easy to stop him. You can yeah. actually just sit there and say, oh, this is why I need to stop him. But when you're on the pitch, it's not it's that easy to yeah. stop him. He's that good at it that he's hard to Wait, stop. Do we think Kane is one-dimensional? I'm curious. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 okay, okay. But, just, no, but stylistically, he's not, yeah, he's, he, not with, he's, not, he's not a dribbler. He's not, he's not someone okay. who dribbles at pace, takes men on. And that is, that is how we've come to accept what world-class players are. It's a more stylistic thing. If you're effective, if you're effective, people really don't see it. They want you to do it in a way that's pleasing. They want aesthetics. They want mm. you to be a dribbler. Like Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero is a very pleasing striker to watch. He plays, he has a very technically, he's very technically gifted. He he's a shot creator. He's world class. Come on. Sergio Aguero is world class. But, but he's always, he's, he's pretty much always injured. So that's why I come to find. If you're going to rate strikers, okay, fine. Um, availability should be a stat. 
Fair enough. You have yeah, to show up for penalty, the games. Penalty taking should be a start. If you or your team's penalty taker, it means you've shown enough in training for your for your manager to want you to take all the penalties. So it should also be a start. How about that? So the world class category, right? I mean, not everybody can be in it. There has to be a cutoff point, right? Yes. So By effectiveness should get you. No fair enough. Get you a ticket. No fair enough. But it's all hypothetical. Let's assume it's a top ten list. Yeah, it's, ten, a top 10 it's, a, it's a top 10 list. There are only 10 people, 10 forwards, or 10 every position that can be world class. Okay. Messi and Ronaldo take the first two. They are, their attack is their forwards, right? Does Kane make it? Yeah, does Kane make the remaining? Are there, are there eight other strikers are you to say there are better other ten forwards? Players, eight. 10 forwards better than Harry Kane currently. Right now? No. Okay, so if you had a list of ten, Kane would definitely be in there. Yeah, okay. Kane would definitely. So be according to Bright, Kane is world class. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, with no specific order, but if I had to pick ten strikers to fit that list, I would put Kane in it. I'm just thinking um, from the standpoint of a manager. If I were a manager and I had to pick a striker to play in in a team any I game, set up, any competition, I would consider yeah. Kane. Yeah. If I had ten options, likewise, because I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, because once you mention, once you go to Aguero, Lewandowski, Cavani, again, yeah, all the names become arguable. Yeah, like I'd probably even Aguero, get Diego King. Costa. Yeah, Diego Costa him. Him. Yes, but he's not as effective as he. But I would put Costa in my team because he he can give me something I don't think any other striker can give me. That's fair, but Kane is more effective. <laughs> no, but you see, you might want well, it to become subjective for yeah. him. Yes, it's an attribute for me. Yeah. Effective here is <laughs> get me my three points. Get me my goals. Even if you had to punch the opponent to get <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> or fight him. Costa will do that for me. You can't stop him from getting a shot. I will say this. Though. I mean, personally, I, I wonder sometimes whether. Kane is a natural goal scorer or he's just that he's just that good when it comes to knowing the kind of shots because he really does make it seem so easy yeah but it's, it's that so, but another thing too is we have to accept that I'm not going to say I watch all these players regularly enough to say yeah. that I do most of the time what you watch are highlights and other things and they don't really tell you the story but I do watch a lot of Premier League football I do watch a lot of Tottenham games and the thing is if you watch him his game is developing all the time I mean he used to score free kicks for crying out loud you know, he takes he takes long shots. Yes. He scores with his head. He scores with both feet. He scores as you know the target man. Sometimes he trails the play. He comes in, you know, finishes off the shot. Like I'm asking Bright right now, if you look at um, Chelsea winning the title last season, if you swap Diego Costa for Harry Kane, do they win the title? I think they do. Easy. That's a oh, fair yeah, metric. I think in the Premier League. <laughs> Arguably, only Aguero is above him, but then availability not down. Availability here is by fake stats, so yeah. But if you consider that, that's fair. And I mean, Costa also has availability issues because you know every five matches he's, 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 he's getting, getting a ban for for picking up yellow cards. <laughs> I think something his manager but he's, really he's, about. He's exciting to watch. <laughs> yes, I'd I'd pay to watch Costa than Kane because you, you don't see goals. Costa, oh, I, I I don't just watch football for goals. Okay. I watch it for, oh, for everything. Drama, so yeah, for the drama. Costa gives you that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Kane, to watch Kane. Kane is boring. Let's be fair. No, 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 let's be fair. Like, no, as a personality. Really no, Costa. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But remove the personality. As I see Kane, I mean, honestly, apart from his finishing, I struggle to list him. Rating highly on the other aspect, but he does everything 
so well, right? Like and that's the, everything it, just comes together so perfectly. You're unfairly rating it because people say Kane isn't fast, but he's, he's decently always getting yeah. a yard of pace yeah. from his markets to score. So like today, he, his decision making is at that level where he's using he make, his maybe talent. He makes up for where exactly. he lacks. Yeah. He's using his talent because it's it's so like I feel like Anthony Martial is more talented than. Um, um, Sadio Mane. Uh, Sadio Mane is a far better player because Sadio Mane's decision making is level yeah, ahead, and that's the difference between an experienced player and a young player. A young player is in because he has the skill. This guy is less skilled but knows what to do, to do and when. You can never time. take the ball off Mane. The whole Liverpool attack runs through. He always makes, like most of the time, he makes the right decision. He's just a very smart player. So. With that, you have to give it to Kane that even though we assume he has these limitations, he's still so effective still, that yeah. maybe his, he doesn't have the limitations we think he has. That's that's a, that's fair because I mean, in spite of them, he's still buying. No, because he's seen the limitations. When you think about it, does Kane really have significant weaknesses? Not really. Mm-hmm. He can't really list them, and he's effective. He's scoring goals, so he yeah. must be doing something, he right? Be saying, so he's, he's probably above average in those things that you think he's below. He's above average in everything, exactly. He's not, he's not, he's not fast, but he's beating men. He's not strong, but he can he can body a defender and you know get the better out. He's always, but he scores with his head. Yeah, all his both feet. Come on. Free kicks. All right, man. Penalty taker. Let's 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 do a roundup for like final votes. Like, <laughs> I think the, I think the vote is done. Not to see, <laughs> not to all the talking. Not to see if anybody's changed their mind. I mean, because okay, five. Let's not make it ten. Five. Top five strikers. Top five. Uh the first, uh, the top two in it. You see, this is this is so hard. Okay, fine. Messi and Ronaldo are in it. Okay, so three. Can we name three strikers better than Kane? Lewandowski definitely. Lewandowski. Really? Suarez. Really? Suarez this season, that's a problem. No, really? no, no, no. Suarez this season, that's... I'm yeah, but okay, fine. Let's, let's use this criteria. It's been, it's been six weeks. Let's no, use this criteria. Let's use this criteria. Last season plus yeah. this season. Last two right. seasons. No, this season plus yeah. the previous two. Okay. Lewandowski definitely then. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean... It's, it's no, that's fair. I think Suarez definitely, for me. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to pick out someone who's better Obama, than King to have fill that role. You have Belotti. It will have to be Aguero because if, no, if we agree that Aguero is a, is a touch above King in the league, he doesn't get into the five. You would have to make it above him, right? Aguero doesn't make it into the five. But he'll be the best striker in the Premier League. Isn't the most. No, I think Aguero makes it. No, I'm asking. So the best striker in the Premier League isn't among the top five forwards in the world. Uh, <laughs> it's harder. <laughs> I know that's the whole point. It's fine. You know, like yeah. I mean, Brian, does he make it top five or like it's Aguero? Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That he will be the set, like for me, like Aguero and him. Or Costa Maxima. So that means he's from five. Yeah, to yeah so from five. He's in five yeah, to ten. Yeah, for like, personal, oh, for personal reasons, 10, I'm thinking about it's all Costa. Personal. You're thinking about Costa. Yeah, Diego Costa. From the Premier League. Uh, yes. Nobody is missing Lukaku. I've been, it's behind, but it just makes the conversation much more difficult. If yeah. Lukaku but let's be fair, you know, uh, Kane only won goal king over because Lukaku, Lukaku because was a penalty. Yep. And Lukaku was in the arguably a worst team. So that's interesting. No, but I mean, that's, that's a bit too far. 
Well, it's part. It's also part of the argument, isn't yes, it? Yes, but I, I and it's also like, closer than a hundred. Also, let's just draw the line at teams. And Lukaku is also closer than a hundred goals, despite claim Kane playing and what Spurs arguably a better side. And Lukaku has one. Lukaku started playing Premier League football. <laughs> yeah, but he was in West Brom. Come on. Yeah, but, <laughs> but West Brom. No, no, no. Yeah, but he he said it there. That's what I'm saying. Like when we throw Kane's first season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When we throw Lukaku into the conversation versus Kane, then it just then the conversation becomes exactly. Yeah, but you see, Lukaku only gets in on effectiveness because stylistically his game since coming to my United isn't, isn't the most pleasing. Like Donald said, it's been six weeks. <laughs> no, but, but, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So that's why these guys don't get into the conversation because people just yeah, don't yeah. enjoy their games as much. They, they don't want you just putting back. For a manager, he doesn't care. He wants the guy who's going to put the ball into the net the most times to get me the most points, to get me the title. So, Harry Kane, so easily 5 to 10. Yeah. Easy, okay, easy, but easy. arguably... Outside the top 5. <laughs> top 5, okay, fine. <laughs> um, anybody want to change their votes regarding Kane being world-class or no? As it stands, it's what? Only Moose seems to be in favor of Harry Kane being world-class. He's almost there. Almost there. Yeah, so... Moose definitely arrived. Oh, me, he's and definitely world class. The rest of us, he's approaching the. And he's making good progress. I mean, yeah, he's making good progress towards that. Um, all right, so we'll move on to our next uh, topic in yeah, a bit. But let's just run through some stories from. Let's just, <laughs> just, just run through the stories because uh, I know Donald has something to say. I mean, <laughs> welcome to welcome to Moose's impromptu segment. I mean, <laughs> Moose's so segment. by so by Munich sacked. This is corner. Bayern Munich sacked. He's about to put me on blast. Oh my so, god, Donald, what do you have to say about? <laughs> oh my god, Moose. Well, I don't know. You have sources in the Bayern company no, who fed you wrong information. No, listen. So what I was saying, what I was saying was that, like, before he was sacked, right? Yeah. Like there was there was some noise, like, in and around, like the Bayern camp. The Bayern camp that, you know, like he's he's a little bit under pressure, like. You know, performances were being scrutinized, like, and all that. And before the Champions League game, yeah, yeah, people were talking about the fact that if they if they had a bad result, like, there'll be like much more pressure on him, stuff like that. And I was telling Moose that, like, I was watching that game, and you know, because of that, right? Like, they they would, they would like take they'll put the camera on him a few times, so, like when things weren't going when things weren't going well. And for me, I felt like. You know, you could tell like this was a man that was under pressure. Like this was a man who felt like, who looked like, okay, you know, if the way things are going, if things if things go south, you know, it could spell trouble. Okay. Yeah. So for me, that was it. And for me, it was no surprise that soon after, you know, he got the sack. So yeah, for me, that's it. Uh, Moose. Oh, I mean, it just goes to show that for some of these top clubs, you don't just have to win games like being a manager mm. for some of these top European clubs has more to do with building building structures for the future forward planning because if you're going to listen they felt that he wasn't the right guy to succeed the sort of team they were trying to build post Guardiola yeah I agree because yeah. like like I agree with you slowly it's becoming more and more so because now like for me, like when I when I heard he was sacked, I was like, "Why would you?" Because two losses, like, two draws. Like yeah, 
For me, I was like, what? They like, won all the games. Just two losses yeah. and two. So draws. now it's clear that it's more than that. It's it's more than it's just more than just to be an result. elite coach. Yeah. And I feel like he's not it's an elite that. coach, <laughs> which is which is something <laughs> yeah. I've held for a while, which people you know it's feel is a bit controversial. But that's what that's what I feel. Like like we were just saying, he's just a bit below the elite guys. With the he's there with the um with the Arsene Wenger's do you think, Rafa do you, do you think that? Do you world. think? But you know, um, I was thinking about. Do you think that maybe his um, do you think he has the ability to develop young players like Ancelotti? And do you think maybe? I, do you think maybe the Bayern like board were feel like us and not so, too think, happy that Sanchez situation turned the way it did? I think because the, he came to the club with so much promise. I think I think there's enough. I think there's enough yeah. there. And even Coleman, like that you he know, his career. Career. no, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. he came in and he sent um, he sent um, Renato Renato Sanchez away. Yeah. But I feel like some of these decisions might be a board decision because you know how Bayern Munich are, they have a director of football, they have so many. I think with Pep it was Summer, Matthias Summer with... Um, yeah, I don't think it's his, his decision. I don't think it's fully his decision. I, I think the really recommendation was saying, this is a player power thing because at elite clubs, you are not just That's winning what I matches. Say. I think you are I, dealing with no, huge egos, you are managing egos. No, but here's the thing. I feel like you are being a bit revisionist. As in, yes, he... But they, have to be no, he didn't have the best of stats, but you mentioned it's it's mostly the player power thing. There were yeah. a group of players in the locker room that felt that what he wasn't the one they felt comfortable with going to Wait, the are these players. And the crazy thing about this is what Robin and Warbury have mentioned to be among them, right? And yeah, the oldest players in the team. Which yeah. is crazy. Why a board would side with players who yeah. arguably should be looking to phase out? No, for me, like no, are these players going to the board to say we don't like our manager? Oh, I, I, I mean, if you, if, you, if you read player autobios and yeah. their retrospective, you realize that these things happen more often than wow. we are, yeah, we are because, used to. Like, because, it's so surprising for me. Because, always, yeah, it's so surprising, but, you know, it's it's about who's more important to the team. I guess they felt the players were more important than the than manager. The manager. If they had a manager who had the clout, someone like a Mourinho, <laughs> I don't think they would let... <laughs> A Mourinho go no, no but Chelsea did the no, same Chelsea thing <laughs> again. That's but I don't think Bayern Munich. No, no, no. Bayern would because by the no, Bayern, Bayern, Bayern would complain about Pep. No, Bayern would if he lost the locker room. Bayern players, I don't think it was all the players. I believe again, Ribéry's name came up again. It was certain few players, but with uh, what's his name? Ancelotti. But you know, but you know, but you know, supposedly a gang of five players. Like he seemed like he had lost. But, but the guys, you know, some like what the Ribéry thing is surprising for me because wasn't Ribéry the one who said he was Pep happy Ancelotti had come in because, because Pep, Pep complicates yes. football. Well, hey, yeah, 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 and, uh, no, but guys, football players are Football players are only happy when they are playing. Yes, that's just it. But Ribéry's been playing. All that many games as probably he would want. Why does he play almost every game? Robin came recently injured again, not as many as he would want. So it's entirely possible that. Let's, let's just move on. Then second chance. These are these are, <laughs> these are personally motivated. Then, then second. Yeah, but for me, I, I think that like the what you are talking about, like the like building the you know the team up for the future and all. That. I feel they like it's projects. legitimate because. Like you don't really see. I didn't think there was progression with the young players again. Because Roman was a rising star, and though, but again, he works. Now it's like Ancelotti works with someone above him in terms of like mm-hmm. the players coming in. It wasn't solely his decision. So, 
But we'll find out more when Sunny says to write a book later. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he writes a book yeah, 20 years yeah, yeah. from now, but explaining what happened. I would say I think that we won't even care now. He and Milan will be a match made in heaven, though. I don't think he's going back yes, to Yes, but why do, you, why do you now take a young guy out of his job? Oh, well, that's it's, so, it's yeah, a ruthless game. That's a different ruthless <laughs> game. Somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's <laughs> got to pay for it. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, okay. and, and I mean, just shortly. So, the college NBA bunk scandal. Oh, damn it, Oh man, um, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody who actually follows their sports. It, it's not a surprise, but this is FBI investigation. No, no, like, again, these are, these are actual. Yeah, just because an investigation is happening doesn't, no, doesn't mean anybody is surprised. I mean, the argument against the NCC has always been that everybody but the players involved gets paid. The schools get money, the coaches get money. The recruiters get money. And the players who make everything happen, happen can be paid because they are not professionals. Exactly. So this is what happens. There's money moving around. Somebody's getting that money, not the players. And yeah. Man, Pitino lost his job. I mean, as a Celtics fan, seeing him fired, <laughs> really don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you, you actually feel, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, man, he's not a nice guy. Um, he deserves it. I mean, he did something wrong. I mean, okay, fine. Let's just give a bit of. No, no, I mean, we're going to have... Context to it. So, <laughs> they found out college sportsmen aren't supposed to be paid. They, do, they are not supposed to be getting any payments. They get their scholarships, they play in college. When they become professionals, that's when they're allowed to get paid. The NCAA isn't supposed to pay players. What was happening was agents... But they get benefits. They get slight benefits. They get a full scholarship to the uni... To the college of their choice, and they're all taken care of, and they are well, they're flown to games, stuff like that. Yes, but no direct financial remuneration for their work because they are not professional. Mm. And it turns out that agents from shoe companies were paying money to players' families and agents to get them to sign with certain schools. Oh my god, the shock! The shock, (laughs) exactly. Everybody assumes these things happen, but right now there's been an investigation and people have been found out, so there was a big fallout from that. So, I guess we definitely are. There needs to be a review of the NCAA system, and that's why that's why I think more kids would prefer to play in the NBA because in the NBA you have you have a you have a straight course to becoming a professional one and done one year in college or at the very least the G League and then the, the you get called least, up no, again it's, it's a straight line but in somewhere like football you know but these things happen in sports though like us and it's yes, it's, it's, become, rules, it's become expected yes but the rules yeah. say it's illegal so yeah, well. uh, we definitely have a, an NBA episode plan. I believe it's two episodes from now, so we're definitely going to delve, delve a bit deeper. Sticking with the into United the, States. <laughs> Sticking with the United States. Uh, but before we do that, um, for new listeners, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to After the Whistle on your preferred podcast manager. So that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and whatever app you use. Um, <laughs> Just search after the whistle. Don't forget to leave us a rating or a review if you enjoyed uh, the episode. Now, our next topic. Um, athletes and protest. Stick with the United States, as Moose said. Uh, Moose, want to walk us through the timeline for the cap uh, take a knee protest. Just a quick timeline. A quick timeline. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess about... There was a player. Okay, there was, there was a player <laughs> yeah. who felt that in protest, you know, police brutality and racial injustice in America, he would he would take a knee during 
the playing of the national anthem before games. Actually, I think he started sitting down first. He was, started sitting, yeah. and then I think, yeah, he had, he had a talk with a, a, talk with with a, vet, a former veteran. Yeah. He said, okay, he's not going to sit. He's actually going to take a knee. To respect the flag. To respect the flag, also, but yeah. also in silent protest. Hmm. And that's it. And that's it. And it's just spiraled into, into something else. <laughs> like out of control. But yeah. Um... I feel like, you know, as human beings. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you take a whole holistic view? Right? No, but seriously, as human beings, there's, there's different times where we've all felt like, you know, there's been an injustice against us. And there are a lot of times we try to endure for a bit, but then there comes a time where, you know, you get this strong feeling where, you know, the feeling of morality just, you know, Overcomes the overcomes rules and regulations where you feel like okay, Charlie, now I'm going to I'm going to do what you know I feel is best for me. Like I want to make a statement. You understand? Yeah. And um, sports personalities are like some of the most visible you know figures in our society. We spend most time watching them, and exactly. then when they're it's off the court or field, yeah. we still care what they do. Exactly. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, they find themselves on the biggest stage and, you know, they feel like, you know, if I make a statement, um, the, impact is, the impact that it's going to have is going to be significant, it's going to be huge, so why not? And oftentimes we do, you know, demand, uh, sort of demand this of them, that, you know, you're in a position of power, you're in a position influence. of strength, yes, influence, so, you know, you should be using that, you know, to, um, you know, um, pitch in when it comes to the issues that... Your voice is louder. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, and this, this has been happening for a long time. It's, it's, not, it's not a new thing at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, your, your thoughts on the protest? Um, personally, personally, Cause you I think... Because you have engaged in some sort of protest yourself. Yeah, you? just a little. <laughs> That's a doubt. Uh, personally, I think um, it's, it's all about using someone's influence Um to speak for people who don't have the chance to have their voices heard. And like he said earlier, celebrities have done this since time immemorial uh, at different stages, in different places. Even in in Ghana here, we've had people champion certain causes. Yes. Ghanaian protests don't work though. But <laughs> it's 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 a very big step in the right direction. Yeah. If you look at where we've come from and where we can potentially mm. go. Now, something that I also found out was that the issue of having the national anthem played before games yeah. has not always been the case. It's something that only started a few years ago. And for some, it was a, it was a strategy to get people recruited into all the military um, academies and you know just strengthen the military pump up the nationalism yes the patriotism and all that and it also started around a certain interesting time when those people had to or wanted to go and do some war business somewhere and so it's all very very problematic that they managed to find um, the medium that had the most attention like the one thing people were watching or had paid were paying so much attention to which was the sports and they paid the administrators of the game to ensure that the anthem was that whole 
patriotic thing display was done before games players have come out to say they are not even comfortable with it because it feels like they are going to war it's just a game it's for recreation and entertainment and it's just again it's just American teams with American teams like yes. I get to play your national team when you are playing like international game yeah if it yes. was like America versus Ghana exactly it's fine but it's like Kumasi versus Accra and yeah, you are playing right. national it's, right. it's all like some problematic thing but it's interesting so for Kaepernick to choose that um, avenue to make his protest is very very excellent and then there is the myriad of issues that is coming with it for one nobody was supporting it yeah 2017 everybody is supporting it and so you become suspicious of people's intent are they doing it because they are really concerned about the issues that inspired him to do this he's, he's basically puts his life on the line because currently club, he doesn't right? have a club to yeah. play he's like he his, sacrificed his, he sacrificed his livelihood, comfort, to, his livelihood to say something that everybody is thinking or everybody should be thinking but nobody is saying and so now you find everybody wants to protest and musicians are kneeling on stage um players teams or teams and managers team. who were not in support <clears throat> of it clearly from the beginning are doing yeah. it now yeah. it's almost as if they've co-opted the thing and they are watering it down and it's, it's now losing cool, its significance yeah. and they are saying they keep on saying he's protesting the national anthem he's not protesting against the national anthem or the flag no he's protesting for the injustice that has like shocked everybody because like it or not, America is supposed to be the leader of the world. I mean, for the systems we've adopted in our governance and our economics, and we are all looking up to America. Yeah. So they need to set like a better example. They need to show that they value people's lives. You've had instances where policemen have been caught on camera saying they only shoot black people, and, and none of the people who have killed people in the past have been. Um, yeah, the evidence is there. Like it's just point, so clear that yeah. it shouldn't even be like a black thing. It should be everybody people, thing. Like let's and, solve this. And and I think we'll talk about it later. But I'm for one, I'm happy it has become a trending issue and and it's been so powerful that it has rocked the politicians group. and even the president to have to come out and and say, say things about it which i think all expands the best president <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's all interesting because now it opens it opens the it opens the discussion for you know these things to be spoken about yeah. freely and for people to become aware of it so that's what i think Initially, uh, Louis, so, yeah. Um, this is a question to Brian. So, have you ever engaged in your own form of protest? Um, yes, I've I've had to. I I think everybody else does. Um, and I'll just say this: um, political, social, any kind. Someone even said, "Loving yourself is an act of protest," because okay. you live in a world where. Yeah. People make money off you not liking yourself. Okay, that's what we say. So saying you like yourself and living as such is a protest. It is. It is a protest. Yes, of 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 everything. So yes, I've engaged um, directly and indirectly in one or two protests before with my work. Yeah, and so tell us tell us about. Um, Tell us about this work. Um, yeah, so I, as, pa- as part of my art practice, I do a little bit of social commentary and political commentary, and I do this with with some satiric illustrations. 
and um, the goal has been to generate discussions around the issues that inspired me to to make these kind of things. So, um, yes, there's been a lot of trending issues or big problems uh, around us, and I've tried to use my work to address some of these things. Um, we can talk about um, some of the issues like the illegal mining one, um, like with Doomsaw, um, just with a lot of the government policies that we've had to live through over the past two or three years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yes, I've been involved with all these topics at different stages. So these protests, have you ever <coughs> stepped on any tools? It feels like it's a right decision at the moment. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Um, have you it, it's, I think it's all in the conversation. Stepping on tools is a very, very important um, marker. It, it, it lets you know that the people you are speaking with, oh, perhaps right. those whose tools you are stepping on, have at least heard you and they've been moved to the point where they felt like they've had to react either by a certain action or a certain statement or something. Yes, it means it means they are listening to you and so now the floor is yours for you to maximize your, your voice and speak more. You know, ask more questions because as an artist, I think that's what you do. You ask questions. When they, whenever they, they provide answers for you, just test the answers so that those who provide the answers can open them up, stretch them to become more um, um, push the boundaries. Yeah, just push the, the boundaries to. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think so, that's what an artist. Uh, well, it's important how these people like react to you know these protests because if the, if this person is not willing to listen, and then. It means that there's no, there's going to be no effect, right? Yeah. So these important it, people are not listening. It means I'm not ready to listen. it means you have to maybe repackage your message. It's Sometimes it's not always about what you are saying, yeah. but how you say it. Uh, it's you have to be very tactful and know who you are dealing with, and then find the best approach to deal with the said people. Um, for instance, you had Donald Trump coming out and calling athletes sons of that. bitches. Yeah. Because clearly no tact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and and it's one of the reasons why I like Trump. He's very, very he's honest to a fault. <laughs> what he said is not new. You know everybody thinks it, You're but now he has to be the devil for it. saying it. And that is why I like him. He's like there's been a lot of utterances from him in the last maybe eight months, and and he's presented a certain side of America that America doesn't like. To be shown, to, to be, be shown. Yes, yeah. he's done it very, very well. On on many, many, on many, many sides, <laughs> on many, many sides, and and um, um, it's the same with with our people over here. Sometimes you think our leaders or policymakers are very, very concerned about their image. They are very, very concerned about how other people see them. So if you want them to make a certain change, you have to touch that image. And so that, so that, <laughs> so that they are they are moved to to preserve you know, that image, yeah, to so change yeah. whatever it is they are doing that is causing you to touch mm. the image, and and it's been like that with some of my work. Um, 
For instance, I'll make a nice painting of, of the president on his knees begging. And um, I know he won't like to see himself in that position. However, it's a certain action he has taken that has caused me to create a, a piece or piece of art like that. So if you don't want me to create something like that, show me something else. Show me something different. And it's very, it's very, very subtle, but it's very, very powerful because I mask it with like satire. And so, um, like a stand-up comedian would, some humor in yeah, there, get off then. stage and leave you laughing. The next thirty minutes, you think and say, no, he's really, he's really yeah. told me, he's told me off. It's the same with some of my work. Um, you mask your very, very charged message under some satire, and you are able to say things freely and. Anyone who gets annoyed, they just say, oh, it's just a harmless cartoon. I mean, it's just a picture. It's just a picture. It's just a cartoon. What's cartoons are for fun? Yeah, but it's just, it's just taking a knee. Yeah, man. just taking a knee. It's not hurting begging, anyone. Begging for water from a Chinese man. <laughs> and it's actually literally what we are doing because even when they are destroying the water bodies, we are begging them to stop in our own country. And I don't, I don't know anybody else who has ever done that before. I think it's the yeah. first time ever that uh, government has to beg another government to stop polluting their water. When you could just actually have like you have the state machinery, yes, you, right, yes. When you are supposed to, so it means there's something wrong with the state machinery. Okay, let's go and check it, so that next time artists don't make yeah. paintings like this, they don't sing songs like this, they don't make films like this. You see, and it's it's just a, it's just an interesting space for artists to rise up to the occasion because it's like your country is calling for you or your continent is calling for you. So this question, I mean, I had it for I had it, I had it as a discussion point for all athletes. Certain should all black athletes be joining in this protest, given that the issue that our uh, cap is protesting affects them as an artist yourself? Do you feel like every artist should also be up in arms with you, you know, trying to make this statement, trying to you know push? The policymakers to uh, let me go first. I think every artist, athlete, um, every musician, actor, every citizen yeah. of of everywhere should come together and and contribute to this, like solving this problem, because that is the only way. That's the only way that hasn't been tested yet. I mean, we've had the matches. People have been marching since the 1950s. And we are still living in these same um, conditions. Uh, things that haven't yet been done is like massive boycotts. Because you realize people are only concerned about the money, the paper. If, if you affect their money, that's, you yeah, that's where you hit them. And that is where they will be moved to make changes. Um, I've seen um, some stats of football tickets in America like sales dropping by a certain percentage I think it should be increased um, I've seen people say oh I just want to watch the game I, I didn't come here to watch a protest you come to see politics. yeah I didn't come to see politics. I came to see a game but you can't you don't expect someone to come and entertain you and then when they are suffering you don't yeah. you know join them yeah. if Life. if everyone if every player irrespective of your race or your gender or whatever uh, faction you belong to joined in and so they were like okay no more football not just the American football but in our own yeah, football exactly. here, you see footballers crying because they are being called monkeys and all manner of inhumane treatment. Throwing bananas, yes, throwing bananas. People being discriminated against because of their gender or something. If you all said, "Okay, no more football," instead of going to always hold up a placard that says "Say no to racism" in front uh, at the beginning of every Champions League game, 
um, Barcelona said, okay, we are no more playing this game until all the fans behave better. Yeah. And they are capable of behaving better. Because everybody is now policing. Yes. Now, now, I think it will be the one thing that can automatically just halt it. Even FIFA is not doing enough. Yeah, because again, they have their yeah. interests. FIFA well. has all the power, but it's almost, it's almost as if they are enjoying just, it. Yeah. They started for a bit, like they tried to do something. No, no, no. They are not doing, they are not doing that's, anything. That's what's a lack of diversity. They are does, not doing anything. If you don't really understand a problem, you won't really be pushed to tackle it how you're supposed to. You don't see the problem for what it is. Yes. You know, if if the NFL had black owners who actually believed and felt that what these sportsmen are saying is true, they would do more to try to yes. fix the problem. Or if they have a black voice in that conversation being like, hey, this is the feeling on yes. this. It doesn't even have, have to come from a black person. There are going to be black voices who also don't agree, who are also yeah. on the other side. So multiple. You have, to respect, yeah. you have to respect their choices. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to even I mean, be a black person. We've had former football players come on shows like First Day to reprimand Kaepernick. Yes. Ray Lewis, especially. Yeah. So... There's, there's a lot that can be done. You know, I saw that um, the NBA had yeah, issued the NBA a memo. Has issued a memo so that... Silver, man. All players should stand. I told you. Yeah, I told you. He was seen as a progressive. He's... But again, the paycheck, right? He just, he just looks like a good guy. He's representing the owners, which... Is just, he's, um, a, he's a snaky asset. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, no, I feel like the NBA players have more power. They have guaranteed contracts. You have, the reason why in the NFL it's it's so hard and it it's uh, what do you call it? It, it? it speaks more to what they're doing. What they're doing is far more of a sacrifice because, because they could they be cut. Have, yeah, they, they don't have you know guaranteed contracts. And I mean, clearly, Kaepernick was cut. Mm-hmm. You get me. You can get cut for something like this, but in the NBA, I think the worst thing that can happen is probably maybe a fine. It's a fine, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that some players. I'm sure. That, I'm. I'm sure that even though they have sent this memo that says the players do have to stand for the national anthem, I'm hoping to see that some players will actually take that fine, especially, you know, the more the visible are, stars yeah. and the, the more vocal the more ones to do vocal stars yeah. because I guess if it's going to hit your pockets, it's going to hit their pockets yes, less. Yes. And yeah. for those who have started, like they should probably like a rookie who just started his first season. As they, have begun, right? they should continue as they yeah. have begun, and I and I think these players should also come in to protect other players who might not be in the position to be able to do this, who would want to do this. Because Im- imagine a rookie does this. If there's no senior player who will be able to, you know, stand up for him, I guess he's putting yeah. himself out there to be left out to dry. You know, but I, I feel like the NBA is more progressive than the NFL. I thought that with Silva. No, I'm, Silva I'm came out and issued a memo. as far as the players, the, players, the fans. Because, yeah. I mean, LeBron and his policy have been protested. If you remember the SPs, yep. you know, they have... The, the Trayvon Martin shirts as Trayvon well. The Trayvon Martin shirts, you know, they have been you know, engaging in a lot of protests during their careers. And they have been very vocal about stuff like this. I mean, LeBron came to the defense of 
you know, Curry. Steph Curry, who is actually, you know, his rival for championships, <laughs> you know, because it just seemed like he just sat there and he just couldn't take it anymore. What was the comment again? Oh, he you. said, you bum. Yeah. <laughs> he started off with, you bum. Like, you know, he turned out your invitation. You know, he doesn't yeah, even want no to invite. come. So for you to resign the invitation... Like, there's, there's no invite in the there's first no place. There's no invite in the first place. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you know, they don't talk about it, but there was an, the NFL team from last year. A lot of the black players didn't go to uh, the White, White House. House yeah. Mm. You know, so it's not something new. So that's what's great about this. It's bringing more awareness to what has been happening. Mm. But like Bright said... It might. It, it seems like it's getting watered down, and it seems like it's being yes, co-opted. It's and, the, and the people at the center of it should try their best to make sure that that doesn't happen, because that's not what they're trying to do. A bit of a heavy topic, <laughs> but I mean, again, these are important issues because as a society, <laughs> we are in the world. This is this is stuff that we are going through. This is things that is happening around us. So it does definitely it bodes well for us to be informed and pay attention to. All of them. I mean, I know Donald would just say, hey, man, I don't want to affect my money. Shall I mean, you never know. If a man is pushed to the wall, <laughs> you never know. The wall, the wall far. The wall far. <laughs> Let me play my game, take my money, and go and you. Um, and, and it's fair. I mean, I <laughs> no, everybody, everybody, yeah, how you yeah. act, right? Like you can demand more of a person, but you can't really force them. You can't really force them, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can expect more, but you have to respect people's decisions as adults. Wrapping up this episode, uh, we're just going to do our quick social media plugs and recommendations, if any. Any TV shows, books, songs, anything anybody's listening to that they want to recommend to our listeners out there? FIFA 18 is out. FIFA 18 is out. NBA preseason starts. Ooh, excited about that. Any of you watch Rick, Rick and Morty? Mm-hmm. Episode 10. I, I, I do watch Rick and Morty. Episode definitely. Yeah, only yeah. Like it's good. No, but I don't like some people think it's so it's good. It's a fun Seriously. But they touch on very sensitive topics yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very a, great satirical show. But I mean sometimes they weed into certain topics that I feel like I mean the problem there was a great actor that came out, the problem with Rick and Morty are his fans, right? As in people take things way too seriously. I mean No but I mean yeah, people always do that. I mean people take you're always going to have people like that. No way around there. All right. I mean, but I mean, as you grow, stuff comes out. I mean, there was there was something I read about the totalitarianism of Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. So you, you, you I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't see. I definitely didn't, didn't see this. You, yeah, you definitely <laughs> didn't see this having that. But you have to give it a look. You know, we have to. We have to give it a look. So. If that's how they feel, that's fine. I'm just watching a show. For entertainment value. For entertainment. And it's a pretty good show. Uh, Bryce, anything on your end? Um, yeah, there are a couple of art events awesome. um, coming, coming up here? before the year rounds up. And um, there's a literary festival that is being launched in, in Ghana here. I think the maiden, maiden edition would happen in October. Awesome. At okay. the Gothe Institute. Okay. And that's on the 20th to 22nd. And I'm going to be a part of it. So awesome. we'll get the link anyone, from you. Yeah, anyone who is who is interested on our channel. Everyone should be interested and yeah, <laughs> come around and interact with writers and artists and, and illustrators and just creatives who work with with writing. And um, 
Hakan is, is sharing his new album in two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one to look out for. I've had the the privilege of hearing it. Early preview. And and when it comes out, it's going to be the album everyone will talk about. Vimpton's okay. Yes. I've heard it and I went there expecting great things and I was still blown away. So everyone should look forward to uh, hearing that too and um, yeah, support support the arts, buy the music, go to the exhibitions, um, share the conversations and let's make this place better. Awesome. That's something we can get behind. For us, you can find us on Twitter, GCRATW, Facebook and Instagram, The Gold Coast Report. Don't forget to follow, send us questions uh, for our next episode. We'll definitely be sharing the links to the October event. We also we reached out to Akan, hoping to have him on. He mentioned that he has work to do the promo-wise, so we'll get the link from him, also share that as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. Okay. He, he has a boost seal of approval. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Most of the dates, man. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks for coming, man. Bright. Oh, thanks. Awesome thanks for having you. me. Um, Hopefully, we see you again. Don't be a stranger. Oh, I'm always, I'm always lurking <laughs> and just watching what's happening. So, anytime, anytime. Awesome, uh, guys. Uh, ATW dominate the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry. One on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from 